0: You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening.
1: This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. Get on
0: track, yeah, that's life and football, it's life and football, we are life and football. Welcome to the Life and Football Podcast, baby, I'm your host, Mike Fee,
2: and this is Cole's Cole and Moore, you know we loving life and enjoying football.
0: We got a top-notch bowl, ball on the line, represent Gadsden County. And when I say he was a legend, he was a legend in my eyes 100%. This is a guy I played football with from middle school to high school. And I'm going to say it like this. He was one of the fastest guys in the Big Bend area. If you don't know what the Big Bend area is, that's the uh, Tallahassee. Gaston County, um, well, it, well, I would say Leon County, Gaston County, um, South Georgia, Liberty County, uh, Warcolor. Put it, it's a lot of counties in the one Madison Swanna County, and he was really the best running back coming out that year. We had players that year, y'all, who went to the NFL. We had guys like Kobe Smith, who was in the NFL. William Gay, Ernest Sim, first-round pick. Antonio Cromartie, first-round pick. But by, by now, Anthony Nitro Battles, he was one of the best athletes coming out that year. Now, we had a top player on our team as well named Dakota Fad, but Anthony Battles, he was the name known, I'm talking about like, at the top of the list, that was him. He was one of the fastest, quickest, and explosive running backs I would seen in person. I don't care what anybody else say. I'm telling y'all the truth. When he was in Little League, he tore up the scene. That's where the legend started with the Florida in Down there at the Jackson Heights. Little League organization program. He out there tearing up the scene. Then he came to middle school and did the exact same thing for the Carter Palmo Middle School football line. And that's why I started blocking for him. I'll never forget we were playing a game. And the referee came to him and said, hey, boy, pull down your pants. So I got kind of defensive (laughs) because this is my partner. So I so I stepped in front of him. I said I said, man, wh- hold on, what you say? He said, man, no, barely put out it. I said, don't do that, man. But you know that's just my protective mind because I was already blocking for it. And the man said, man, you running like you got a motor. And I ain't gonna say the rest of it, but he was like, man, it, pretty much he was saying you running like you got a motor in your mind. He said something else. I ain't gonna say that though. But it was it's funny not looking back at it because I thought I, I thought the man was trying something crazy out there on the field, but he was running just that fast in the middle school football game where the referee was like, man, this kid he was running out of control. And then move on to high school, he did the same thing, y'all. Running all up and down the field. A true sprinter, a true speedster, a true running back. Hard nose. I'm talking about when you hit him, you run up on him and you think you finna just give him the lick? There's another story. We playing wall-color, wall-eager. Amp Battle running the ball. He come around the edge. He ran into a defensive back. I don't know if he gave the man a concussion or what. The dude laid down, man, on the ground. I think he started having a seizure. The man couldn't even move. Amp Battle ran into him. But, see, I already knew at time because I was seeing him every day in practice. But, see, me and, me and one of my linebackers named Mickey Baker, we were trying to take his head off because we were mad every day because he was running full speed just like this in practice. And we're like, man, what you doing? This in practice. But, honestly, we didn't realize it at the time. He was making us better. And then move on to the track season. Ant Battle was out there whooping everything on the track, y'all. I'm talking about everything in Tallahassee, anything in North Florida. He was whooping it. And I was all I was almost on the sideline taking bets, ready for the race. I yeah, I was running track too, but I was ready to watch his race every time. And I was almost like his bodyguard still in the track field. Cause I'm trying to get down to the end. Like, watch it, watch this. But this is just a little example to show y'all the type of talent that he had. Now, he tried to go on to college. He tried junior college and other things, but it just didn't work out. And I honestly believe he would have been a great college running back if a school would have gave him a chance or gave him a scholarship. I know for a fact if our head coach would have put in a little more effort and a little more work to get this guy a scholarship, down, uh, he would have been the best on the team and a starter wherever he would have went. But without further ado, this is the story of Anthony
2: Nitro Battle. What up, Nitro?
3: How's it going, man?
2: Good. <laughs> hey, man, listen, it's a blessing to have you on because Mike been telling me about you ever since I met him in 2004, man. I always heard, boy, Nitro, boy, Nitro, boy, that boy, that boy. So, hey, <laughs> man, it's good to have you on. It's good to officially hear you and get to hear your story, man. I want to hear it straight from you. So, with you tearing up the field since you was in elementary all the way through high school, man, when did you actually know that, man, you was just that special like that? When, like, when did it click? Like, man, I got some.
3: All right, all right. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm take you back a little bit now. It went elementary. It, I ain't hit it to middle school. It was middle school when I actually hit it. When I tried to hit it, I was at, um, I had just transferred over from Havana Middle because back then, CP was overcrowded. So we had to go to Havana Middle from St. John to Havana. I went into sports then, but then once my parents got me transferred over to Carter Pamela, I tried to come over. And play football, and Coach Green said it was too late. You got to wait this or not. I never forget Kalo Foster. We riding by the we riding by right there by the bus garage. He said, "Man, y'all boys, come on down here. Come on down here and play." Right then, it set it all off. Right then, like my friend said, "Flooding, in. set it off right there," and. I fell in love with it. I fell in love with football right then. And then it went on to the middle school level. Okay, now I got to keep my grades up and everything for me to make it to the next level and keep keep playing doing what I love. So I kept going. Keeping my grades up and kept going. But it was it, was, it started in middle school and the education part was a key which back then I didn't care about no education really. I just wanted to get through school. But once I knew what I I loved to do and what I wanted to do, I knew I had to get that education first before I could get my foot on that field.
2: Well, I love that. I love that. I love how you laid that out. See, and that's what we tell the players all the time. You got to have an education before you can do anything. You got to have it. You got to have because they're going to have you studying the playbook so hard. anyways. you got to know mm-hmm. what's going on. So you need everything that you're learning to help you with everything that you're going to be running into. But so that's when it took off for you. Now, when did you get into track? Because Mike say, like he just said at the beginning, you'll get out there and blow everybody off the track. So when did you get into track?
3: <laughs> oh, man, it all happened around the same time. I tell you no lie. It all happened right. middle school. It happened for me middle school. I wish, I wish, I would have got started earlier. But I, I, I didn't have that push. I didn't have nobody to push me and lead me and guide me into that right direction. I, I almost like just picked it up on my own and then had people pushing me as I went on. But it all happened in middle school, and then. Oh man! Once I hit high school, it was it, it it was a wrap. You hear me? When I hit high school, it was a wrap. I knew what I wanted, and I knew what I was going for, and I had certain people pushing me, especially when it came out the track. Never forget him, Coach Smith. Pushed me to the limit. I was just a freshman. Pushing me to the limit, and I was always going. I was always going when it came down the track. I was going. And he made everything competitive. I mean, I'm a freshman running up against seniors and and juniors and everybody else. He made you run. He made you want it. If you want it, show me you want it. And I went for it. I went for it. Now, shout out to Coach Smith.
0: Because Coach Smith, yeah. he, he he a real he a real deal um trainer. That's who helped me when I was training for um trying to go to the NFL. And like for what what Ant was saying, that was a legitimate person who knew about for his running and speed. That was his expertise. He was he was a through and through knowledgeable person about with all yeah. that.
3: Yeah.
0: And and we gotta let y'all know. See, Elp, he been fast, y'all. And like he said, he said really, you know, his track stuff hopped off in um high school, but I was running with him. Check this out. We were running in um, Havana Middle School. Now, for some reason, our track team used to be small, but we were winning everything. Cody going to win all the hurdles. Elp going to win <laughs> the, the 100, the this and that. I'm going to win the shot put. And it's it like we could probably have about six or seven people out there, but we winning everything. So Havana Middle School used to have this big track team. So we went over there one day for a track meet. It almost one factor we winning everything. So we in the two hundred meters. It was me and Albertus and the boy from Havana. So we running, we running the two hundred. For so for some reason, me and out we just leaving the boy from Havana. Amp battle, see. I feel I'm finna leave. We in middle school now. It's he time said to time to go. <laughs> I'm finna leave. And he <laughs> he dealt on me, and all I did was just looking at it back and he run down there like, no, oh, that's my boy. Well, at least I'm be no other dude. But that that was amp battle, man. Just be y'all. We gotta get into this. They used to call him Amp Nitro Battle. One on on my nasa. All Tim Brown, good. He really jumped that off, nitro battle. Yeah, so Elk, Elk, do you remember when he started with that? Like when he started that
3: name? My ninth grade year, playing J V. Cause everybody would call me boom boom. Cause that was my name in middle school. It was boom boom battles. Cause I'm a hit, I'm a hit and I'm gone. It was like boom boom, I'm gone. And then but but he came back with nitro. After he see me, had I hit and I was gone. Nitro, nitro battles. Who is that guy? And then he thought that that was it. It was only popping from now. It was only popping.
0: And, and uh, now, see, we also got to get into the hood races. So, for anybody out there who may not be familiar with the term, I just spoke on a hood race is when you get everybody in the neighborhood out there. And you're putting bets down. And you're getting the fastest dude from this neighborhood, the fastest dude from that neighborhood, and everybody around and watching. But what I'm talking about is the legendary hood racing. Aunt Battle was a part of that. And I got to give a shout-out to his mama, because she used to come out there to some of the races. And I'll never forget one day we met at the track field. It was a whole lot of people out there. I didn't even know Alabama Mama knew me. Now she didn't say my name, but she came over to me and was talking, and she was like, she said something about football. So that what made me know, okay, she she know kind of for me who I am. So she like, we need to go, sister. We need we gotta go. So for some reason, something spooked her before the race started. Where she wanted to go, I like no, Mom, I got it, I got it. So. <laughs> She was like, well, well, well after, well, after this right here, we gonna we leave. The man mama up there, y'all, at the race. Everybody, it's probably about 60 to 70 people up there to watch this race. And this just a little background of the attention and the speed that this guy had known in Quincy, Florida. You can ask anybody about Anthony Nitro battle, and they'll act like he was uh uh Charlie Ward or Jameis Winston, like he went and won the Heisman Trophy. But, Al, break it down to the young players, man. Like, as far as you having talent and you ain't getting to go and live your dream and do your thing in school, kind of let them
3: know how it was for you. Okay, cool. Hey, when when it came down – well, let me hit the street race part first. That, when, I, um, when I hit that first street race. I think I lost just because that was my first time ever racing. I slipped at the line, and because I crossed the line, they called it a race. I lost. They called it a loss. I, I, street racing, it went for me. It really went for me. That was my first one. And, uh yeah, mama was out there, and mama left early. <laughs> and that, that was the crazy stuff. But um, but for for when they come down to a going to that next level or getting to that next level. You got, you, you got to discipline yourself. You got to discipline yourself. It's, it's all about self. And I say it's all about self because if if you don't, if you don't want to get it and you don't get it, okay, now there's a problem. So it's, it's really, it, it falls back on you. You can't, you can't expect for nobody else to get you where you want to be at, basically. You got to want it just as bad as anybody else wanted it for you. So you got you to gotta get out there and just go get it. For me, I failed at that. And, and I tell anybody, I failed at that. And I got my little boys coming up right now. And I, I now teach them right now, hey, if you don't want it, you can't get it, it ain't going to happen for you. You got to want it. You got to want it. If you don't want it, leave it alone. Find something else to do. But you got to, you got to have that drive to really want it. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that got that drive that really want it but don't have that push. Push yourself. Push yourself. Or find somebody that know how or what to do to get you to that next level where you need to be at. I, I feel like I didn't have that drive, that 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 push to the next level. I, I don't feel like I had it. And then I, I fell short. Like my friend said earlier, I went to JUCO, and I let that go. And I came back and did all this other stuff. I let that go. I ended up going into the military. But it, it was all good. But right now, it's, still, it's me being older and thinking back and looking back, I should have pushed myself harder when I was when I was up there at JUCO. Even though Coach couldn't give me no scholarship for football, even my I went up there for football. I hope I ain't going too far with this, but I'm finna go a little bit deep in it a little bit. I'm good? Yes, sir. Right. Go ahead. All right. But I went up to Dodge City for football. Uh, Mike Figg and Mickey Baker, they got me up there. Me hard. Me hard too. Me was up there too. They were like, "Yeah, man, come on, come on, whatever, whatever." Damn, I had the sun out, my highlight tape, that and everything. I get up there, they change my position from running back to cornerback. Okay, Groovy. I know I play cornerback. I did it years ago, but I ain't do it during my varsity years. I was I made second team corner. I made second team corner, Groovy. I was still up there running track too. I made nationals and JUCO in in, in, in track. I couldn't get a scholarship. Oh, man, this is discouraging to me now. I don't even, why, why am I still here? I'm running faster than some of the... Oh, well, I have ran and, and doing better than some of the other people up here that's on a scholarship for track, for sprinters, and I can't even get me no scholarship. I'm going to still play football if I get a track scholarship. I'm going to still do my thing. But... I got I got I got discouraged. I got discouraged and I came back home and that's when things went a little bit more south for me. Coming from up north, coming <laughs> yeah, came down a little south on me. But the thing was, if I would have stuck with it, if I just would have stuck with it, it would have been totally different looking at the outcome of it. This looking this sitting by looking at it, it would have been different if I just would have pushed myself and proved myself a little bit more than what they thought of me I probably would have made it a little bit farther I probably would have made it a little bit farther whether it was football or track but, but the whole thing is itself, self it's self, self, self it don't depend on nobody to do nothing for you Especially if you could do it yourself, or you could get somebody else to lead you and guide you in the right direction, it's all about self.
0: Yeah, see, that's a, that's a true statement, too. You got to really focus on what you're doing and have that self determination, right? That's real important, that's real, that's very important because basically our team, my senior year, our senior year, like, y'all, we had one of the best teams in the state. Now, I believe if we would have had Coach Allen and Coach Allen on the left, not disregard Coach Thomas or Coach, um, the what's the other uh, offense coordinator we had? Uh, Matt. Coach Matt, not disregard what they did. because Coach Thomas had it good on the strength and conditioning part, but I believe if Coach Allen would have stayed, we would have won, we would have won, won a state championship, hands down, easy. And I believe if probably about probably one or two more players would have been there, probably like Alonzo Bush and probably like one more player, man, we we'd have been unstoppable. But man, Gordon? this the this the talent, man. That what you're gonna say? What you're gonna speak on? Go ahead, a- 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 Alton
3: Gordon. He's oh yeah. DJ- Defense, you know, Bush had uh, moved on to Tallahassee with her, but Alton, it's all about leadership, though, at the same time. All that stuff falls down to leadership.
0: Right, 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 right. Right, man, because this is real important for all young players, y'all. Listen at this story. This guy had top-tier talent, first-team all-state. First team All-Big Ben, first team All-County. When I say one of the best in the state, he was one of the best in the state. Y'all hear what he was doing on the track field? How you not be a scout? How you not be a coach and not want to go and get this guy ASAP and put him on your team and give him a scholarship? It's just when you look at the overall aspect of everything, like he said, yeah, the grades, got to come with it. But yeah, you got to put a little bit into it yourself. But I truly believe if we'd have had a little type of scouting, type of uh, effort from other people, I think right. man, this guy right. would have been all signing the scholarship on signing day. Cause right. look at it, I didn't sign a scholarship on signing day. We only had two players when we really should have had about eight to ten signing on signing day.
3: You know, I guess it, close Cross might be. 10 plus. I, got to up. I get 10 plus.
0: Okay, okay. Well, 10 plus. Because we had some yeah. dolls out there. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all listen to me. We we were whooping everything in Tallahassee. We were doing our thing. But at the same time, it takes some backing and it takes, you know, a little extra effort from others around you and leadership to make pause move. And I just want to say, man, Al Ballison, he like a brother to me. He family to me, you know, I, didn't, I, I, you know, I was riding with a lot of situations for a ball and school, you know, we had a lot of good time, a lot of fun time, but that's still a brother for life. And, you know, I just got to give a shout out to him. He a husband, he a father, he a son, he a brother, and he's out here doing his thing out here in the world right now. And, you know, this is just a perfect example like I saw that story one time they had on ESPN about a running back from Oklahoma. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but I thought about Aunt Battle when I was looking at that. And it just to show you how talent talented people are out here in this world that you never really hear about. But you can be a player right out there right now, thinking you balling, you finna go to get you a scholarship. But I'm telling you, it's as a it's examples ahead of you that you may not know or that had talent just like you, or were better than you, that didn't get the opportunity. So, take advantage of the chances you get, and make sure you make the most of every opportunity you get. And I want to thank out batters again for coming on after the Nitro Battle. And I want to yeah. give a shout-out to him and his family. And I'm going to leave y'all like I always leave y'all. Keep your head up. And knock down or else you will fall to the ground. This is the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time.
1: This is a new state. to try to get right. This is a new state to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new state to live your life. This is a new state. I try to get right. This is a new state to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football.